Good morning. I'm Jerry Agar in for John Moore. He's on vacation. He'll be back next week. Deb Hutton filling in for me, 9 to noon today. It's time for a White Coat Wednesday with our medical correspondent, Dr. Mitch Schulman. Good morning, Dr. Mitch. Good morning to you, sir. So I have a story here of another TikTok trend. People apparently, I don't know to what numbers, but people are drinking borax. And you're an emergency room doctor, correct? Yep. Okay. So your first thing is you got to solve the whatever the emergency is uh, when the person comes in. But over the years, have you ever had a patient where you wanted to say, or maybe you have said, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, I'm allowed to think it. I'm not allowed to say it. <laughs> All right. Uh, but I just, uh, like, if you had somebody came in and it turns out they were drinking borax, like, obviously you're going to do everything you can to mitigate the problem, but it's just, you've got to be shaking your head. Oh, without question. This is lunacy. Um, Stark raving, no holds barred, absolutely no medical reason to do it, no benefit, no reason why anyone in a sane mind would do it, lunacy. No if, no ands, no buts. Borax is a cleaner. It's a household cleaner. It's dangerous. It's a combination of boron, sodium, oxygen, and hydro hydrogen. And the intention is to bleach or clean a surface or a substance. It is not repeat, not in any manner, shape, or form intended to be consumed. And there's absolutely, I repeat, absolutely no medical benefit from it. Now, what is interesting, and that's what kills me about all this, there's always a small grain, a minuscule grain of medical fact. The medical fact is boron is a trace mineral that most of us get more than enough of in our diet, mainly from vegetables, things that are grown in the earth. That's why vegetarians usually have very good levels of boron. And we really don't know its role in the human body. Uh, no one has ever documented true boron deficiency. Um, but we think there are some interesting studies that indicate that it might help people who have osteoarthritis, which is the wear and tear disease of your joints. But certainly no definitive proof that it works. This is not the way that I would add boron. In those studies, they used boron as a specific compound, uh, uh, and they only used six milligrams of it for a short period of time. So absolutely no reason to use this. Absolutely not safe. Absolutely lunatic. All right. Now, uh, from that to something that was supposed to be uh, a useful drug, Health Canada now assessing a popular diabetes weight loss drug, Ozempic, for suicide risk. That's pretty alarming. Now, there are always side effects with almost any medication. And when I prescribe something, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to balance the benefit to you against the potential risks. Now, with uh, semaglutide and all the GLP-1 receptor agonists, which have been in the news recently because a lot of people have been abusing them for weight loss rather than for their primary reason, which was to help with people who have type 2 diabetes. Well, we have found, since so many people are now using this drug, that side effects that were extremely rare, if you have enough people using it, you're going to see more of these side effects. Well, one of the side effects was paralysis of the stomach called gastroparesis, which we're seeing more of and was is extremely rare. And the other thing is there may be there may be uh, some increased uh, um, incidence of suicidal thoughts and suicidal uh, actions uh, and possibly even potentially suicides. Now, having said that, this is all very preliminary because you have to understand it's tough if so many people are using it to pick up whether it's 
it's the actual medication that's triggering it, or this is the background number of cases that you would normally see. And that's what they're investigating it right now. It was triggered by the Europeans and by the Americans, and they're all taking a look to see whether as they comb through their databases and they start looking if there really is something going on there. But again, it emphasizes the fact if you need a medication, you take it because you need it. Um, and for a medical reason, to take it for a cosmetic reason is not a very good idea. Well, the advertising itself for Ozempic says, talk to your doctor. Is that a drug that's only available through a prescription? Yes. Okay. And there is no quote-unquote natural or other form of it. You'll Some people who also frequent social media will hear about a natural form of Ozempic called berberine. It is not Ozempic, it doesn't work the same way. It probably doesn't even work very well, and it's not naturally uh, a different form of this compound. So no, there is no other form other than by prescription. All right. Well, here's a, a fascinating story. There's a tick called the Lone Star Tick, uh, which has been discovered now having some presence in Canada. It's been moving further north for years. And uh, the deal with this thing, if it bites you, one of the things it gives you is an allergy to red meat. How concerning is this? The numbers in the states have been going up dramatically. The tick is just starting to show itself here in Canada, in southern Ontario and some other provinces, uh, mainly carried in by birds and deer. So far, very few cases of this, but because of climate change, it's finding a very conducive environment. And so you can expect the number of cases to go up. It's something called alpha-gal syndrome. And what basically happens is, if the tick does bite you, and if it is in place long enough, it secretes into your body a specific sugar called alpha-gal. And this sugar in your bloodstream doesn't belong. And so it triggers an allergic reaction, an immune reaction. It triggers your immune system the same way a vaccine or something else that doesn't belong there would do. And so you now have antibodies against the sugar. And should you eat meat, usually mammalian meat, um, this sugar is present and it can trigger an allergic reaction. And, and because this whole process can happen uh, days after you've actually had the bite of the tick, it's very tough for people to put the two together. But you can develop a whole blown thing, a nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, rash, all the way up to a severe total anaphylactic reaction as a result of this. So yet another reason to, if you're going to be outdoors, which is great, make certain that you take precautions to avoid getting bitten by a tick. If you do get bitten by a tick, you have it removed and you have it identified. And there's a site online called eTick that's available. It's also um, available. There are many sites in Ontario that can help you. Um, so if you bring it into your doctor, your doctor can send it off and have it tested. Uh, there is no treatment for this right now. So the key thing is prevention, um, making certain that you look for ticks and remove them as quickly as possible and you use an insect repellent when you go out to reduce the risk that you will be bitten by a tick while you're out wandering and doing things. Well, maybe this is just me, Dr. Mitch, but if I develop an allergy to red meat, I'll be experiencing suicidal thoughts. <laughs> You know, uh, there are many of us who would feel the same way. Part of the beauty of the summer is the ability to be able to go outside much more easily and barbecue yep. and do all sorts of things like that. And it's, it's a, to me, it's a very, well, it's part of what I look forward to in the summer and in the fall. As little as one alcoholic drink a day increases systolic uh, blood pressure. How alarmed should I be about this? I'm not a heavy drinker, but I'd like to have a drink. 
You know, we used to think that there was a benefit from alcohol. And that was based on a misunderstanding and a misreading of some of the data. As we understood more and more and more about it, we started to realize that there is no beneficial effect from alcohol and there is no safe amount of alcohol. And whether we're looking at uh, inflammation of the stomach, when we're looking at the increased risk of cancer, now it turns out that especially if you continue drinking on a regular basis uh, and you drink outside of a meal, um, the probability is that it will help to raise your blood pressure. And the more you drink, the more it will raise your blood pressure. And why that's important is elevated blood pressure is a definite risk factor for heart attack and for stroke. And so you really don't want to do anything that will raise your blood pressure. Now, we know that exercise and losing weight will all help you to reduce your blood pressure. They're all things that you should be doing on a regular basis, no matter what. But, you know, I'm not going to tell you that I don't know. This whole bit about alcohol is so difficult because it's so ingrained into our society, into our culture. If it was something that was just being introduced right now, it would never make it on the market without a lot of warnings uh, about pregnancy, you know, not drinking any if you're pregnant or thinking of becoming pregnant and all the other things that can go along with it. But because it's been around for so long before, because it's so ingrained in our culture, it's going to be very tough. My only comment, therefore, will be try and reduce the amount that you drink. Do not drink in a binge manner. In other words, four or five drinks, three, four or five drinks in a row uh, over a short period of time and try to limit the amount of drinking that you do do. And when you drink, try and have it as part of your meal rather than in and of itself. Yeah, because you know what goes so well with that steak we're barbecuing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And the first person to understand and appreciate the difficulty of this, I've, it's the science, and you can't argue against it. The studies are the studies are really, really very straightforward, and um, uh, re- the data that we now have, the amount of support behind this data, it is really very strong. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. It's just sometimes I just go, I don't care. I'm going to have to you know, drink. That's right. You know, <laughs> you, you've, you've got to balance the risk and the danger that's against right. the joy and the benefit. And that's why. All right, Dr. Mitch, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's 7 o'clock.